What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Reel, the place for entertainment and movies. It's right there in the title. So we're going to be talking uh, Super Mario Brothers movie today. This is the 1993 uh, kind of becoming a cult classic. We'll talk about that a little bit. But to join me in talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie is James from the Circles and Squares podcast. How you been there, James? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me back. Uh, always a pleasure to join you and, and well, Josh as well when he's here, but I guess today oh, yeah. it's just you and I, so we'll have some fun without him. Yes. But uh, yeah, always, always great to be back on the Loud Thumbs platform and uh, yeah, hello to everyone listening. Yes, uh, absolutely. You guys need to go over there and visit Circles and Squares. We team up quite often. We're podcast besties now, so. <laughs> That's what we're calling it, right? The Square Thumbs Connection. And we got, yeah. uh, you know, we were talking this morning too. It's like, yeah, we're going to go back and play Ghost of Tsushima, you know, get mm. that raid done by, I think we said our goal was what, 2024, you know, given yeah. like a couple <laughs> solid years to, to get through it and level up enough. But but yeah, we connect all the time. And I'm sure you guys have probably uh, heard Nick talk about being on our show too. So please come check us out. I'm at CNS Pod on Twitter. Um, we got all our links over there so you can check out our stuff we talk all things video games uh, we get off topic sometimes too so i'm sure we'll get uh you know nick on to talk about some movies at some point yeah yeah that'd be fun down for it absolutely i'm ready for it um so yeah check those guys out over there as well uh and real quick you know if you want to get some more from loud thumbs uh visit our uh, loudthumbs.com uh thanks to all the patreon people just subscribing and helping us out with that it's just been an amazing time growing that community with everybody and if it wasn't for them we wouldn't be doing that so it's a real quick place to find everything listen to it all right on there as well and if you feel like you can support you know if you got a coin to toss our way that's great no big deal if you don't um but just uh, give us a star like, you know, give us something on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, hit us with a review, and we'll even uh, we'll even read that on the show. So we would absolutely love that. So enough about that. We're going to get into the movie here. So I got a real quick synopsis. Uh, before we get into that, though, we're going to talk about how we are with movie like Mario in general before we get into movies. We're going to go games a little bit. We both do game podcasts. You know, it's kind of a mix of everything. Uh, so. For you, James, what about Mario for you? Do you do you love Mario? Is he like a big platformer guy for you? Favorite of Look, any kind? Yeah, you know what? Growing up, my I'm the first console I had in my house was an NES. So like playing mm. Mario Bros is like is one of the earlier gaming memories. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like, oh, look, my favorite game ever, you know, sitting back there, the, the classic one. But I've played so many Mario games over the years. Uh, the original Paper Mario is probably my favorite. Okay. I love that game. I love the RPG style, like the Mario Luigi and the um super mario what's it called the legend of the seven stars whatever on super nintendo mario rpg oh yeah 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 great game right and like our mario galaxy 64 they're just like such great games you know so yeah mario for sure huge gaming franchise um and i'd never seen this movie before so as someone that's played a lot of mario like i'm familiar with the character i was kind of like you know what why have i not seen this movie i gotta talk to nick we gotta watch this and, and review it on the show <laughs> oh yeah absolutely this is a great pick uh it's a good crossover type of thing with games and movies to to discuss for our our shows specifically. That's for sure. Yeah, you got that um, Nintendo T-shirt though, Nick. I'm sure you played a lot of Mario yourself. All right, I had to pull out the Nintendo T-shirt, but yes, I do love I do love Mario. Uh, actually, a uh, fun fact, and you can go watch our top ten list if you want to tune down in below and check. But no, my favorite game of all time is Super Mario World on the uh, Super Nintendo. Great game. So absolutely love it, and I'll still go back and you know play. I try to beat it like once a year just to bring back some nostalgic. Um, memories and stuff but um yeah overall mario he's uh, he's like the one platformer guy comes to mind for me you know when i think about it um i will have to i have to admit though that 
I do like Luigi more than I like Mario. I kind of <laughs> like the underdog. So it's funny you say that. Yeah, I usually pick Luigi whenever it comes to like Mario Tennis, Mario Party, all that stuff. Mario mm -hmm. Kart. Yep. Luigi's my guy. I can't really say Same. why. Like maybe it's the green. Who knows? Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, yeah. I like the underdog, and he's he's back there. If you can see him on YouTube, he's back there. I got me a, U, a Luigi back there, but. Um, yeah, so we're we're going to talk about the movie, uh, get into it here for you guys. So real quick synopsis. Uh, this is just me. This isn't quoted from anybody, but uh, so the movie takes place. In, um, there's potential of multiple dimensions now because an asteroid has struck Earth uh, in Brooklyn and created two universes, two dimensions. One's ours. One's this uh, dimension where the dinosaurs have stayed alive. Um, so the meteor hits Earth, and instead of killing all the dinosaurs, it's kind of made them their own dimension, and then they evolve into human forms, and Mario and Luigi have to stop King Koopa from taking over our dimension. They're trying to combine the two together and just rule Earth uh, on their own there. So as you can tell, it's, um, it's one for one right from a Mario game. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's world one, one all the way through eight, one, you know, right. <laughs> it, it is just pulled yeah. right out of the screen off of the eight bit cartridge and turned into a movie is there's no, <laughs> there's no going on their own terms or skewing from the Mario script in this movie. Right. <laughs> I, not at all, man. This is exactly what it, this is exactly what I envisioned playing those games. There's no doubt about it. Yes, absolutely. Um, real quick, the movie had a budget of $48 million. It box officed. Uh, it took in $40 million. So right there gives you a few hints on, on what happened. And let's just get into it. I mean, the, in 2022, the movie review, guys, for the movie reel, we just, we're just getting into the nitty gritty of it. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. You know, goods and bads, maybe, uh, but maybe more bad than good in this one. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to jump off already and say this just isn't a great movie. Like, I just want everybody to know, set the precedence early. <laughs> yeah, it's really not, you know, and I think that there's so many like great things about it. Like I really appreciated it. I had a good time watching, but it was good in the sense of like, oh, this is so bad. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and, and like, it's just a really confusing movie, you know, for, for the Mario games that are so simple, especially around the time, like when this movie came out, there really wasn't that many characters or like development of the Mushroom Kingdom. And this movie has like, some of the biggest cast, like way bigger cast than I was expecting. I didn't know who half the people were until I kind of started to piece together some of the names and stuff, but just following yeah. the plot and like what exactly they're doing is so confusing sometimes for sure. Extremely confusing. And I'm great. I'm, I'm grateful and happy you started with that because I watched the movie for a second time earlier today and my kids were over my shoulder watching with me and my son in particular that's exactly what he said as I was explaining the movie to him. He was just, he, he literally was, that's so confusing. Why is there so much? This is it, it, it's not easy to follow. Like his brain was just like on fire trying to figure out why yeah. it looked like it looked because when they he saw the part where they went through the rock wall into the other dimension and now there's like this underground like subway looking area where cars are like grinding on rails above them for power and there's like everything's gritty and gross and uh it, it just looked awful <laughs> it, it wasn't all the colorful things we see a mushroom kingdom looking like now or anything yeah i mean i see what they were going for right i think i think in like a separate world the, the set for like what the 
the Koopa Kingdom was, if we're talking about that set, like that place, yep. it was actually kind of cool. Like I like the sort of jalopy bumper cars and like all the people <laughs> kind of going crazy, you know, it was an interesting place to be, but then it's not like when we were in the human world, it was any brighter or more colorful. Really. Same, it was yep. like a really dark movie, right? And you're right. The Mario Bros. games are always like the brightest, most kid-friendly color palette. So, I mean, this this movie in a lot of ways actually really screams to me, like, who's the audience, you know? Like, it's a, quite yes. an adult movie in a lot of ways. And Mario, like, especially in 90, or I guess even now, is like such a kid-friendly property. It's really strange to, to see some of those choices. And like, yeah, the darkness totally is part of that. Yeah, and, and you know, I was uh, I was doing research and everything for the show, and I did find out that they wanted specifically for the movie to be darker. Like that was like from the get go. <laughs> it's like and a it, selling point, yeah. Yeah, but it, and it just made absolutely no sense because Mario was a kid game from the beginning. Like it wasn't like an adult game at all. I mean, it was hard, but like kids are the ones who gravitated toward it because they had the sure. patience for it. I think, you know, the parents were like, oh, I'm done. I'm not playing this anymore. You know, one life and I'm over, you know? <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, I guess so. And even, even still, like, it's one of those things, I think it's built for all ages, but it's definitely like, I think yeah. all ages usually means a kid friendly spin, right? Because yep. it's gotta be, it's gotta play to the lowest common age group. Yes, absolutely. It is definitely all ages encompassed, but the movie is, is confusing to all ages. <laughs> and it just it, it just did not make sense in so many different ways. There's so many plot holes and things that they didn't like explain um, like the whole the, it, we'll talk about the Koopa world first here, because I think that's like the main part of the movie. You're only in Brooklyn yeah. for maybe what, 15 minutes of the entire. It's not not long. Yeah, not long. right. So the the whole point of it is he's. King Koopa is trying to like build this like dumb army more or less by turning them into the Goombas and the Goombas. Very freaky, by the way. Very freaky. Very freaky, like kind of creepy, scary. About. Not for kids, like <laughs> not for kids. people. Like that's that's really freaky, you know, like I was yeah. a little unsettled watching that. Right. But uh, anyway, yeah, they were very loyal. Right. And they did not look like Goombas either, which was another thing my kids had said, like they're these enormous, like eight foot tall things with tiny heads. And it's like a Goomba is just this tiny little mushroom head looking thing, you know, that Mario's yeah, bigger yeah. than already. So well, never once does he jump on their heads either. That's the other thing. Never once. And it was just a really weird design choice for that part of it. And the whole concept that Koopa is just trying to make them all really dumb. So they'll just follow order simply. But when you, when you, when you make them smarter so they can do more for you without having to, mm -hmm. you know, need all the guidance, but it was just like an insecurity of Koopa, like in a way, I think that's right. what they were doing. I, I'm just, I was digging into the movie, trying to give it any sort of like thought process that like, listen, like maybe <laughs> there is a little sense here, you know, but I really had to reach for all of it. It was like, it was not coming to me easily. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, so I think King Koopa, was reaching himself right he was pretty desperate to get out of that situation and i think maybe this was just the best he could come up with you know but i i really speaking of him for a second i thought he was easily the best character in the movie um dennis hopper was so com so compelling almost mm -hmm. like he was a funny character right but very charismatic and um to me like stole the show but yeah he could have done better with the minions that's for sure 
Yeah, that that's one of the notes I had from Dennis Hopper as well. Is he was the only one that was truly acting in this movie. I felt like everybody else was just <laughs> waiting for it to be done, like get over, give me my check, and, and let's yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Bob Hoskins for sure. I kind of got that vibe a little bit for some of it. Yes. Like he was either so charismatic and like putting his all into it, or some scenes it just seemed like he was tired. You know, like as if yep. they'd filmed them like you know ten or fifteen times in a very short span, and he was just like, "Give me a rest, man. Like my voice is getting hoarse. Uh-huh. I could have I could have done with a cup of water or something. I feel like he could." or he could have he was all over the place 100 percent um and he fit mario's look and everything that was that part was okay but then luigi uh john leguizamo he was pretty much consistent the whole time but they they played him off as like an idiot like you know he's a moron he he can't get a girlfriend and like you know he's yeah he's lucky to get anything right if it wasn't for mario he wouldn't have anything you know that whole kind of deal like they they just kind of fit that all in uh, to give him some sort of character, I guess, because there really wasn't anything for either of these characters. And that's the that was the hardest part for me to think about. Like in 93, we had all the way up to Super Mario World had been released. So you had some character building, but not a ton. It was, you know, it was just that normal, like, oh, the princess is captured. You got to go get her. That was about the only sort of character building you knew. Yeah, right. They had to make all this up. So I kind of gave him a little bit of a pass on some of it because it's like, okay, how are you really supposed to think Mario's going to live in a real world and and all this kind of stuff? I will tell you that one of the biggest problems I had was that they gave Mario and Luigi last names and it was (laughs) Mario. You know what I mean? I love that part. That's one of my favorite parts. That was so stupid. That was so stupid. (laughs) Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. It's perfect. Yeah. And then, like, how many Marios are there? And Luigi's like, oh, there's three. He's like, there's Mario, Mario, and then there's Luigi, Mario. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, that's just more confusing (laughs) to the kids or whoever's watching, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And the guy before, I think the the guy who was telling the names to, who was like, okay, Mario, Mario, Luigi, Luigi. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm Luigi, Mario. (laughs) Like, as if it's like completely nonsense that he would be Luigi, Luigi. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. That makes no sense at all. And I, I do I do want to say that the guard who was checking them and getting their names would have made a better Luigi than John Leguizamo. As far as the look goes, he had goes, the mustache. He, he had, had the mustache. mustache he had sure. the right height. He was slender. He kind of even had the ears that kind of stuck out. Um, yeah. And, you know, he had a guard hat on at one point, and that was kind of like a Luigi looking hat in a way. It was just a, instead of that, it was a cop hat. But I just thought that was so strange. And then the other part I got to say, and I got to know how you feel about this, is they didn't even really make them brothers, man. That is screwed yeah. up. Like, they're, they they are, that's the movie, Super Mario Brothers, and they're not brothers. Well, that's the thing, right? I was I was specifically watching out for this when I saw the first scene of the movie, because my first instinct was like, whoa, they are not even close together in age. Like, they, this is an right. interesting casting choice, right? And I was watching and I was like, okay, maybe the movie's going to change the lore a little bit and be like, they're family, but not brothers, right? But no, they specifically reference being brothers to each other like two or three times during the movie. Like, uh-huh. Mario's quoted as saying it. So it's not like the Mario Bros plumbing is their business and they're actually cousins or something. Like, they're brothers and it, it is weird, right? Like, yeah. you'd think they would have casted at least one of them as a, as a slightly older, younger actor to make it a little bit more sense. But yeah, I guess it, I guess it, it is what it is, right? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it just, it, honestly, it felt like that there was like so many rewrites that at one point they had to have some sort of a connection between Daisy and Luigi. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, let's just make Luigi an orphan too. And let's just make it like Mario has raised him, you know? So it's just kind of like still right. a family dynamic, you know? So then there's that whole scene at dinner and he's like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I, me too. I, you know, I, I don't know my family neither. And she's like, what do you mean neither? And he's like, well, you know, I was, you know, 
left at yeah, right, Mario's right. house or whatever. And then Mar he's like, yeah, he's my mother. He's my father. He's my brother. He's my cousin. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. Well, where is this coming from? So I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, it was, it was definitely strange, but I mean, I guess it just got lost among all the other stuff too. It's just another one of those weird things you can pick apart from this and, and it just doesn't really yeah. all go together right by the, by the end. No, it, it is a very big mismatch and is missing pieces of the puzzle and, and all kinds of things. There's holes everywhere. Um, now the Daisy character, you know, that it was definitely a different choice there. They went with Daisy and not princess peach, which was, I yeah. thought really, really weird. And can, correct me if I'm wrong, but Peach actually wasn't even in this movie, right? Like Not she, at all. No she didn't reference. even show up. Because I thought her, like they might have changed it, like the mom was Peach or like one of those other girls in, that had been kidnapped mm -hmm. was Peach. But no, like she's she's just not here. Yeah, just nowhere. And like it would have been nice if like they would have just made her like already dating Mario or something, you know, and there was still That's something there. And then That's that other girl is disabled. just a girl like i mean yeah. you hear her name a few times but honestly i don't even remember her name because it's that quickly like you see her like a couple times at dinner and then she gets taken away <laughs> it's like okay yeah. she's out of the strange. picture now yeah it was really really strange um i mean i liked the actress that played daisy i think she did a good job honestly for what she was given but it was i just thought it was just a weird choice to choose her over peach and um you know then the story was obviously weird as well so i guess it still fit but <laughs> yeah and like a lot of the romance was weird too like i i liked it kind of when the star mario was kind of talking over luigi's shoulder and giving him tips of you know what to say to her, oh, and yeah. ask her on a date like that was funny i really liked that part but then by the end they kind of continued that joke on a few times and and at yeah. the end like luigi was giving her that kiss and mario was like oh i should really get better boundaries and then he just <laughs> kept the sta kept standing there and watching anyway and it's like dude like give them some space man just like you know turn around at least it yeah. was just kind of like weird right especially it since was they're, weird. again they're brothers right they referenced like i don't know like it it just came across as kind of creepy mario like calm down a little bit yeah and they, they never really gave mario or luigi any sort of arc like n n no like work through of problems or becoming better at something or any of that kind of stuff like the movie began and ended with them still kind of like struggling through their day-to-day -day trying to do plumbing work you know and they just clumsily seem to get through whatever the problem is and, and yeah. they just happen to fix it because there's pipes and uh, pipes are related to both worlds and you know plumbing's <laughs> the same in both worlds so, yes. so that's that <laughs> that is it that is a universal uh, language as pipes um and the other thing was is speaking of pipes is they didn't even use a pipe to get into the other world which is just like that's a huge mistake like they just fall through a rock wall that's got some sort of portal you know opened up through it um, big miss right big huge, miss. But, huge but they do leave on a pipe kind of like when they go down on that sled like they they sled on the mattress on the yeah. way out like at least there's kind of that that little throw in at the end there of course yeah, it's they... mario on a on a mattress with like five women so <laughs> that's a weird scene all to itself <laughs> it's very weird being chased by goombas that have tiny heads and large yeah, bodies yeah. uh yeah definitely weird um i don't know what they were thinking on this i'm gonna keep saying that as we keep recording because this is just crazy like it's just so strange uh i hadn't seen this movie in probably 20 plus years and when i did see it i don't think i paid attention to it as a kid honestly um it was just I, a blur that's all yeah it, is. it just it was there and gone and for clear i think reasons but um you know th there was a ton of missed opportunities and some of the other couple things is like in the koopa world you know everybody drove cars which i found really weird um I understood cars in our world. I didn't understand cars in their world. There wasn't enough differences between the 
the Koopa world and our world, I think um, that mm-hmm. was that mm-hmm. was kind of like, you, you know, you said you kind of liked it, you know, it was kind of gritty and they were driving jalopies around and stuff. I, but for me, it, they were too close to each other. Like, why? Why yeah. were they? They should have been different. One came from reptiles. And then the movie says, you know, we came from apes, you know, so they, they had those two deals going on. They kept calling us mm-hmm. mammals. Right. And, you know, they're yeah. reptiles. But it it needed to have a bigger difference in them. I mean, there wasn't really enough opposite for me to be like, oh, okay, if they mer- if they merge the worlds, this is going to be terrible. It, I never even felt that watching it. What, what did you yeah. think a little bit more on that? It's interesting. Like when I say I liked what they did with the Koopa world, I liked it in the context that, that was kind of like, you know, whenever you go to Bowser's castle or like Bowser's kind of area, it really reminded me of that. And like, you know, that kind of dark and there's fire like the, the guys had the cops had flamethrowers and stuff mm. what i would have liked to see was spend a little bit less time there and they like even at one point i think king koopa he references like you know i rule this whole it's the city and then there's this desert and it, there's tons of deserts in mario like i wish we could have spent some time in the desert like exploring kind of what was outside of the koopa city and like what the rest of the mushroom kingdom or whatever if that was the mushroom kingdom right underground we could have seen that and then seen the city after and it would have been interesting but you're right like only seeing the city was kind of dark and um it could have it could have done well for some color i guess yeah and especially like i think going back to like mario as itself it's just there's so many opportunities and sure they introduced like the bob bomb and stuff as a plot point but i mean even then the mushrooms and the fungus and stuff but it's like yeah. that stuff is so iconic like that red mushroom like where was that in the movie you know right uh we didn't even see that logo we didn't see yeah there could have been so many green pipes but they were just all dingy and rusted um yeah it's like they didn't really try super hard to make it very faithful to the games right or or the source material and there was no castle like at all there was a skyscraper and every level that you get to the end and you get to toad and he's like sorry your princess is in another castle i mean (laughs) where's the castle like i i I couldn't believe there was not a castle in this movie somewhere it's just a giant skyscraper and like one of them's like almost like it's dilapidated it's It's like right yeah yeah, it's it's like blown up or something you know um so it was really strange. It was almost like they just took New York and they just kind of like digitally changed the skyscrapers, which were the two towers, you know, at the time into this and just wanted it to, I don't know, maybe made it easier to make the movie or something. But yeah, that was kind of my sense of why they made the Goombas the way they were. Like maybe it's a cynical, <laughs> cynical viewpoint, but I was, I was like, maybe they just like had these laying around from, you know, a, a failed model for some other sci-fi movie. And they <laughs> bought them on the cheap from some liquidator and just like, these could be the Goombas now, you know? Like, that was actually what I thought watching the movie. And that that shouldn't be what's going through your mind. Because no. I can, like, if someone was sitting down, like, okay, you're the costume director, you know? Like, what are these, what are these characters going to look like for the movie? I don't think your first choice would have been, like, these things if you really cared about Mario. So uh, to me, it seems like they must have got a deal on them or, like, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're probably, you know, that's, I never thought of that, but that is definitely a possible for sure because they don't fit the mario aesthetic they look really strange they don't even really look like reptiles on most of them there's a couple of them that look like a little small lizard head but all the rest are just like a ball with like Mm -hmm. two Mm -hmm. eyes and a mouth like that's it like nothing else yeah the only Um, real reptile was yoshi yeah uh, which was okay briefly yeah he was he was okay yeah yeah they did a pretty good job with that little you know dinosaur guy um Getting on to the references as though, because you mentioned the bob bombs and the other mushrooms and stuff. I mean, they did have Toad, which was just a strange way to put Toad in there. Uh, Just a guy who plays music. 
has a he really weird like hairdo all either you know like i don't know they could have given him like a big hat or something with some polka dots on it or that's or exactly like what vest, my daughter said vest or something like that like it just kind of makes sense right you know yep that's exactly what my daughter said she was like why isn't he at least wearing a hat with like red dots on it or something i'm like you know what i don't know i was like but that's the least of this movie's problems you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and then they had big bertha which was the, the the character with like the rocket boots who is supposed to be the fish, the big fish that eats you in uh, Mario three. Okay, um, okay. That was, was a reference who she was supposed to be. Cause I was a little confused yep. on her and I know she was at the boom, boom bar. And I think boom, booms are one of the enemies, right? Or, or there's an enemy like that in Mario. So I wondered if right. she was one of those, but yeah, right. she was, she was the main big fish that like kills and eats Mario in Mario three. If you fall in the water right. long enough. And her character, I, I understood. I felt like it was okay. That was probably the best reference of taking like a fictional character from something and making it into a humanoid looking character. Mm. Um, but it, it was still a little bit weird, you know, that you're supposed to think that she came from a fish, you know, like she grew <laughs> into this, you know, human character, human looking sure, character, sure. you know, you're not supposed to believe any of them are human, even though they all really are. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. If are we talking like broader references or just the characters? Because I had a couple or one. Oh, go broad. Yeah, that's what bit. I was gonna yeah. do too. Yeah, my favorite reference probably was uh the like the reference to the Koopa clown car at the end when he's when uh, Koopa's standing in that giant metal bucket kind of with the flamethrower coming at Mario when they're having that last encounter. Uh-huh. And it's like to me that really was I think that was a reference to like, you know, that that thing with the propeller that Bowser rides yeah. around in and all the games. So to me, like that seemed pretty cool. They at least included that. Um, and I like the fact that she gave them those jumping, what are they called? The stompers in the movie, those boots. At least that was kind of yeah. like a reference to, you know, jumping or going through. And yep. when they get them too, they go through the roof with like that crate on their, on yeah. their head. And it's like, they finally punch through some bricks, you know? So they did throw that in. Like, that's something that, you know, Mario obviously does a lot in the game. So, you know, at least there's a little nod to the source there. And, and of course they get those red and green suits, which actually yes. looked kind of good. Like those were actually what I was expecting them to look like throughout the movie when they were just wearing their, you know, regular coveralls and whatever. Yeah, so they should have been their cool. plumbing outfit. It's yeah, kind of exactly. cool. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. other thing about the the boots was, and I paid very close attention to this because I watched the movie two times and literally the only sound effect that is referenced from Mario happens when those boots are activated. That is the only sound effect. Right, and yeah. That is another big miss uh, for this. It's just absolutely ridiculous that they didn't have the like I have the DVD. I ended up having to buy it because there's no place that could stream this that I could find. Um, and the movie um, menu has the Mario movie um, or Mario music. Really? So it's playing the, the theme song and then you watch the movie and there's zero music from the game in it. There's not one part where you get a theme. There's not a do 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 There's nothing. There's yeah. absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. Huge miss. Huge, huge, huge I miss. I wonder if that if it was like a contractual thing with Nintendo, you know, because for part of me too was surprised like Nintendo was okay with them making a movie with the Mario Bros. Like even, I guess mm. back then maybe they were more okay with the crossovers, but to me, it's kind of weird. Like they would be say like, okay, yeah, take the Mario Bros, make this movie, but no, no, you can't have any of the sound effects or any of the music. Like it isn't, I well, wish they know, had gone all in on it. I know doing my research, they were very, very, you know, tight about all the rules, but sure. the the final director came in and told them, hey, listen, We'll give you creative control and we'll give you all the merchandising rights to everything. 
just let us make the movie then. And they were like, okay, good deal. We'll do it. So maybe there was something in there with creative control over the, the audio of some kind. I just find that very strange. Yeah, like you would want would to, to like, know. you would want to build your, uh, you know, movie franchise starting off the right way, clearly. So yeah, you can make I would more. love to know because it's, yeah, it's very interesting. It's, it's funny. We bring up the, the soundtrack and like what's in the movie too, because earlier today, just to switch gears for a sec, I was watching TV and they had uh, the uncharted trailer on for the new uncharted movie coming out. Oh, and yep. the soundtrack for that commercial was not the uncharted music that you, that everyone knows from the start menu. Like that's a really iconic piece of music too. And they haven't put that in the, the marketing for this movie, at least that I've seen so far, like, or I yeah. guess they did in the first trailer, but I don't know. Like, it just seems like use the, use the game's music guys. And for this movie too, like Mario's theme is so iconic. Put it in the movie come on yeah absolutely i don't have a clue why they didn't do that but um and then the, to real quickly because i needed to make that reference because that was the only time i heard anything close um jumping back to uh the big bertha character and then the mm. the dance scene man like um <laughs> yeah. i did do research on this as well and found out this was actually going to be like in a strip club that's how dark they were gonna really? go and they actually had people come to the set and realize like what it was and told them like this isn't gonna you, you cannot do this like you have to take that it was one of the few things from all the stuff i saw watched and researched that they dialed them back on all the rest of it they just let that them is do hilarious it. yeah because so they made it a dance club too but a dance club okay that makes a lot of sense yeah there's some kind of risque dancing going on yeah you know? there's a few scenes and again <laughs> it's mario kid property but he's like you know she's got a pretty low-cut shirt and he's like going for that necklace and yeah a little bit. and it's like okay mario like you're gotta back off a little bit here man but right but yeah, right it was a funny scene though. I like that was one of the better scenes like in the movie, I think, as far as like comedic value and how Mario's right. surprisingly adept at dancing. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's real good at it somehow. He's light on his feet. Um, yeah, well, you know, she punches him and then he goes over and he, you know, says, punch me again, you know, and let me feel those knuckles, you know, <laughs> against my cheek and all this. It's like it's so so tongue in cheek, almost kind of cringy, but at the same time, you just yeah, kind of yeah. you're kind of still chuckling at it a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially since it's like Luigi's over there too, somewhere like presumably watching Mario put right. on this dance show. And like, it's just kind of a weird circumstance, you know, I wasn't, yes. I wasn't expecting that. Now you mentioned the Bob bomb. I got to talk about the Bob Bob scene while we're talking references here, because that scene was far too long. No Bob bomb lasts for like 10 minutes before it explodes. That was just oh, so ridiculous to me, it, you know, and it went up a wall, it walked up a wall too, which I thought, Hey, this is new. You know, it went on a journey and you know, the fuse on that thing was not that long. Like, it <laughs> it would have burned out way before there. I don't think there's a chance it could have lasted all that way. You know, it's yeah, it was a whole quarter of an inch, man. This take a long yeah. time to burn down. That's it. Yeah. Maybe they make them out of different stuff down there in the underground but yeah, i just don't maybe. believe it <laughs> i just thought that was so ridiculous why it had to be such a long drawn out thing and it couldn't have just been like give them four or five of these things and let them just chuck them at him you know why does that to go on the ground and do this little walking thing um, yeah yeah it, it makes yeah. sense to me it's funny because i think like obviously they're trying to build tension there right and the movie yeah. like to its credit one of the things it does well i think it opens really well like there's that scene um where she's going to drop the, the egg off at the start and there's she's like mm. running through traffic that that uh the woman at the start i think she's a lizard person she's like yeah. daisy's mom or whatever right like to its credit that scene was actually really tense and i was like i felt kind of like intrigued by the start of the movie and then it's just interesting that they hit that one I think so well. And then towards the end with like the bomb bomb, like that scene, I'm like, Oh my God, the tension is nowhere. Like this is, where's yeah. this going? Like what's happening? You know, it's just <laughs> totally a buzzkill. So yes. it's like, yeah, total contrast. 
Yeah, it, it absolutely was. So that that scene I I just thought was way too much. Um, but you mentioning the mom in the beginning and everything too. That that's one thing we haven't mentioned yet. Is Daisy is technically from the the lizard world or Koopa's world. She is, um, you know, lizard. She's not she's mammal. like a princess, right? She's yeah, she's pretty high up there too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She uh, her mother was a was a prince or queen, and her dad was a king, and Koopa took over the world, and they took her to you know, the earth dimension or whatever. And she was raised on earth and then eventually finds out that she's actually this lizard princess, I guess. You know, and she's surprisingly okay with it. That yeah. is some, that is some really, really jarring evidence. And, and, then, <laughs> and then, you know, Koopa is like, Hey, this is your dad, you know, like meet your dad. He's this fungus on the roof. And, and she's just yeah. like, okay, hi dad. And I, yeah. I was just thinking like, why are you not like questioning this this is yep. so bizarre how would you i guess the, he mentioned like she must feel drawn to the ground right or like she had this this pull or something i think they, they referenced a few times so it's like maybe yeah. she maybe she like intrinsically knew but to me it's like she should have been way more shocked and surprised by finding yeah this no music. kidding that's like life-changing man and another shocking thing is how much they absolutely hate plumbers down there and they have a plumber alert that they can put out for when the plumbers show up so uh you know, Koopa must have some very major uh, plumbing issues is actually what comes across on the the PA when they announce it. So yeah. and then they arrest the poor plumbers and send them through like, you know, getting deloused and everything and uh, dropping blue goo on them and and all these strange things they do when they put somebody in prison. And then there's a welcome sign when they finally go through the rotating little door thing, you know, like welcome to prison. Uh, it's just so unneeded like it didn't make a whole lot of sense they could have just put him in a room with with bowser but they had to do all of this other stuff <laughs> yeah right that doesn't yeah they really didn't flesh that out like i would love to know what it is that plumbers have done to the people of the koopa world because they seem to really have a hatred for them yeah and you know what is it you know like what what happened so long ago and and what is who it does all the their plumbing the movie? you know the writers of the movie right they must have cut some information out as to why they hated them and that's forever <laughs> just like their secret no one will ever know <laughs> But uh, we're just left to take it for what it is. And they just they just hate plumbers down there. That's their bias. And they're never going to change it. So, yeah, watch out. They use them once for their plumbing and then they just they kill them somehow and <laughs> like, move pray, on. Pray to God, this ne this pipe never breaks. And let's get rid of Mario. And, uh... yes. <laughs> um, and then some of the I got to mention some of the couple like car racing scenes when they're like mm. driving and the one of the jalopies goes up on top of the other one when Mario and Luigi are in it. And they're like, I really hope the guy below knows where we're going. You know, they're do, trying yeah. to be real cheeky and stuff. And then it falls off of the other car. And the one liner Mario has is just so dumb. And he's just like, now this is driving, you know, <laughs> it's just so yeah. I was like, oh, was so cringy. I'm like, what like, is that's this? the best you had? That's the yeah. best you could come up with, like not Mama Mia, not like, right. You know, any one other thing. It's like that's a driving. Okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh yeah. my gosh, like this is just so bad. I, just, I, it was, it was laughable to the point of bad. I mean, watching this with a group of people is the way to watch it a hundred percent. Because yeah. the first time I watched it, I just watched it going to bed one night, and honestly, my wife fell asleep, and I ended up falling asleep a little bit because I was just beat up, but. Watching it with my kids for the little bit of time we did was just the banter between all of us was the best part of watching it, honestly. Yeah, it's <laughs> it one of those types so of things, It just makes so much right? conversation. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The other thing with the cars that was really cool that I liked, and I, I actually thought was neat. Like, I don't think these cars had brakes, right? Right. Like they they were just chaotic, and everyone was drifting around corners and everything. But and when they came to a stop, they like pulled into the police station, and they had this like elaborate bungee cord setup that like yeah. caught a hook on the bottom of the car, and like it must have been going like 120 kilometers an hour or something, and just like <laughs> get stopped by this this cord, and it's like holy shit, you know, like, right. really playing fire. But I guess it works. Like I guess that's so. What they do. And later in the movie, you see where they're like, they, they're just crashing in each other to stop. Like they're literally just ass packing everybody. And like, that's how yeah, they stop. Right, right. <laughs> and then, and also like, uh, there was one scene where someone was crossing the street and there was a car that drives by and there's like a dead body, like a skeleton stuck on the front of the car. Like <laughs> yeah. he just hit someone before and it's like, holy shit, man, you gotta be there a while. You gotta yeah. be careful. You have to be careful for sure. Um, uh, it, it was very cringy and laughable, like the whole time watching it, that's for sure. But um i I gotta know what you thought about the elevator scene with all the goombas because that was just one of the most what the fuck scenes that i saw in this whole movie where they're (laughs) making them dance to the elevator music to get around them somehow it's like why do they need to dance for you to be able to get around them and just turn them around? Like, I don't understand. Well, that's what I thought, right? I thought they're, they're pretty dumb. You can just kind of, I thought they were going to wait until the elevator doors and have kind of like a let's sneak among the group type of thing going on. But instead, yeah, we're just going to slowly yeah. do this. A little swaying. And, you know, sway back and forth. And, and that's all you need to do. And you can sneak right between them. And um, yeah, I mean, credit to Luigi. It was, that was genius. Yeah, what more can genius. you say? Weird was, scene though. Like, what the hell? So Who wrote weird. that? How do you think of that? I, I, exactly. And when, when do Goombas ever dance in anything period makes no sense. Um, and you kind of walk back and forth. That's the only reference yeah. I can think of, but that's not even, that's so, that's such a reach to say that swaying that's back super, and forth super is reaching. the same, right? Yeah. And I feel like it was only put in there so that they could do the scene later where, uh, when they turn Toad into one of the Goombas, he plays that mm-hmm. theme mm-hmm. from the elevator and they all dance. And then it was literally like a 10 second thing. And then Bowser punches them all down. You know, it was like just a right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was the I think point? You're right. That's really the only right. reason we made this light long connection. And that elevator scene was way too long, way too long. <laughs> they was. kept going back to it. <laughs> yeah. You can tell like the writers must've thought, you know, this is a really funny scene. Like people are going to yeah. laugh at this. We have to really drag it out. And, you know, I just got to say, it might be like the second best elevator scene compared <laughs> to like the Captain America scene in Avengers. Uh, that's number one. This might be number two. They, they got to start memeing this one then. We got to get some memes out there for this scene and then I'll, I'll agree with you. <laughs> and you know, speaking of memes, one of my notes, if you if you want to see listeners, whoever's on video, I actually wrote my notes on a notepad for this. Fancy. And one thing I have written down here, let me find it, is um, here's my point. How is Mario falling? Like, you know, when he's on the green screen, when he falls in there for the first time and it's like the lava and he's like spinning and mama, me, oh, yeah. like yelling. Yeah. How is that not the number one gif on the internet? That is amazing. Like he says some quote, I had the subtitles on. I, I want to find it after this because it's just like the most ridiculous thing. And like, yeah, that should be a gift. That and the elevator scene. Yeah. Yeah. Make some gifts of those and uh, let's let's just populate the whole internet <laughs> so with them. I'm, I'm down for it. Um, and another thing, man, uh, I got to bounce back around to everything because there's so much weird shit. Oh, yeah. this, this podcast is not going to go in any order because neither did this movie, honestly. It's, how do you go um, in order? How do you do it? I, I don't think I could. Uh, I, I literally tried and I just gave up, but <laughs> Koopa is Bowser is a germaphobe, which is just so weird. Why would they add mm. that to his character? That makes no sense. Like this guy don't give a shit. Like he's supposed to blow fireballs yeah. out his mouth and they didn't, they didn't even let him do that. They made him do that with a gun, but he's a germaphobe. Um, 
strange, man. Very strange. I was trying to think of of why that was. Like, you know, was this something to do with the fungus and like they're and they're worried about, you know, something from the other dimension? But I I don't think it was ever really brought up aside from the fact that we just need to de-louse these people. We need yeah. them to not be infected. And why? I don't know. They just they just can't be infected. And then the weird part is is what does he do when he takes a bath? He jumps in a chunk of mud, like a big old bath of mud. Like, wait a minute. The, yeah. None of this makes sense. Like, what is happening? You're well, confusing and also, the audience. <laughs> also, when he runs into Daisy, he the first thing he says to her is like, oh, your skin is so clean. So, yeah. So he wants so to- So fresh, hold on. So fresh and so clean, he says. And I was just like, instantly, I'm like, fresh and so clean, clean. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's just, it doesn't really make any sense, right? What is no. he looking for? What's his goal? Right. And and is our world like, that could have been a something they would have been included. It could have been good for the story where like our world is so much cleaner. So maybe he needs to come to our world because that's something mm. he's looking for. But instead it was more of like resources. Like they're running out of resources here. We need food or people need to eat. And yeah, you know, they right, made it right. that. Yeah. And they were eating like pterodactyl tail pizza and, and worms on yeah. their food and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was... So I guess they had food. And if they're reptiles, would they want our food anyways? Like what, right. what kind of resources do they need? I guess they, I guess, I mean, who's to say, but they, they were probably no pretty limited down there, right? I do kind of get that. Like the overarching plot of, of them feeling oppressed and whatever is kind of interesting, like on itself, but the way they explain it and deal with it, it's just totally confusing. It is very, very confusing. This, this movie is, is confusing. And that is the fun of the movie is enjoying it with <laughs> other people that will be confused with you so that you're not alone. <laughs> so you can listen to this podcast and watch the movie and I'm sure you'll have a real good laugh. <laughs> you do it at the same time. Podcast same and time. movie at the same time. Just, you know. And they, we might match up because the movie is all over the place. So it, <laughs> it is ridiculous. Um, so a couple things on the comedy that I have down here that I was just, the movie tried to be really funny. I, I think it failed at funny hundred percent. Like I, I chuckled a little bit. There was no belly laughs or anything. I'm laughing more now talking about it than I did watching it, you know? Same here. Uh, Except for the, when you're laughing at it kind of, right. you know? like there's a few that are just so like that car scene you brought up where he's like, no, this is yeah. driving. Like I laughed at that for sure. But that <laughs> yes. was because it was, it was so stupid. It was so bad. Yeah. Um, but the, one of the things was like, there used to be dinosaurs in Brooklyn. Like I, like, that whole thing, like they try, they're sitting at dinner, you know, and they're having that back and forth a little bit. And they've just met Daisy and they're on like a double date. And, you know, he looks at Daisy. And he's like, there used to be dinosaurs in Brooklyn. It's like, hold on, man. You can't be that dumb. Like, you know, the, the whole world was like, you know, covered in fossils and yeah, whatnot. Right, right. And then Mario looks up and he's like, uh, there used to be Dodgers too, Luigi. You know, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, funnier talking about it than listening to it because they just did not really give a crap making this movie you could just tell they're just like yeah it used to be dodgers to luigi and he moves on eating his spaghetti again you know <laughs> yeah exactly i think it was just like in it i feel like if it was like the movie was delivered a little better some of it yes been funnier than it was but it, it just seemed like you almost felt like there was just a lack of energy sometimes like that whole scene was just like the whole conversation was so mundane almost even though that line was kind of just thrown away and then he just eats his bowl of spaghetti you know yeah like i i didn't really buy it at all no <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's i know like there was a purpose right 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 and i know there was a bunch of turmoil and like hatred going on in the background because this was a husband and wife directing team and like right. they never talked to each other and like there was always conflicting ideas and the actors were getting very upset and they had like shirts that would like you know really they had shirts printed that would just talk down to the actors or act to the directors wow. and everybody it was a very like 
unfun environment. Like they were very displeased to be part of this movie. And I think that comes across in the movie more than you might think, especially rewatching and knowing that, which I was paying attention to that after I watched it. Um, Cause I did some of my research in between. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. I bet, I bet that really affected it. Then you can probably pick out the characters that are, you know, giving their, yeah. their B effort. Yeah. And Bob Hoskins was one of the big ones, you know, making the main character upset is just ridiculous. But um, a couple of the other comedy things, though, was like when they're getting uh, de-loused and they're getting their pictures taken. uh, First off, you know, they think they're going to be shot by guns and it's like cameras and stuff, you know, so that was supposed to be funny. And then like Luigi looks up and he's like, oh, look, I grew an inch. It's just like (laughs) crap like that. I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah. No um, awareness of how dire their situation is. Just like worried about. Right. (laughs) Worried about exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird slapstick stuff like that too. Like when they're getting de-loused and he and he has to like de-louse it down Mario's jeans or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, at the start, Luigi's laying on the couch and Mario drops his boots and like right on his crotch and stuff like that. Like that yeah. happens in the first two minutes, and you're like, okay, I see what kind of humor I'm in for today. Like, <laughs> yeah. I see, I see yep. how this is going. And it's pretty much exactly that all the way through. It was. And then the weirdest thing, man, this is just this is just so weird to me, is the weird like high five handshake thing they did that was so yeah. weird weird or like, like their celebration yeah they like put their hands together and then they go like la, 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 and they make these weird noises <laughs> and shit like crossing their fingers together and then moving their fingers it was very suggestive about some stuff it's like who came up with that why is this a right, thing right. Um, have they never done that before in anything else like that's completely to this movie there's there's nothing yes. to suggest they ever even hold hands or like high five each other right really exactly they usually just jump in the air, you know, like, wahoo, you yeah, know, right, like that, right. that's the end of it. And they didn't do nothing like that either, which is crazy. Um, but it was just so weird. It, it was just, is, was that done on the fly or what? I have no idea, but oh my gosh. I'd strange. like to say, I'd like to think it is that, that must be improvised. That would be great. And th- to this day, whenever Bob Hoskins and what is it, John Leguizamo, whenever <laughs> yeah. they get together, like the screening of this movie, they, they do that handshake. They still do that. That is their, their secret day, handshake that they created is. in the Mario movie, the super Mario brothers movie. <laughs> I, I want to believe that. I want to believe that now. That makes it so good. That's a good. piece of lore. Uh, yeah, to this day. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> we we have solved it. I cannot wait to see them again on screen sometime. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine? Just at a car- Hopefully they go to the, to the next Mario movie and they're at the red carpet and they do the high five. This, that could be the opportunity. <laughs> Everyone watch Entertainment Tonight? Yes. <laughs> Let's see if they do it. Let's oh, see. man. Um, so I, wa- I want to get on to the weapons as well. So... The, I, I thought all the weapons were really dumb, except for the flamethrower, like shot mm-hmm. actual balls of fire. I thought that one was kind of cool. But why did all of their weapons have something to do with like being shocked with electricity? Like everything, like the cars had to have electricity. They were mm-hmm. sparking all mm-hmm. over the place. The dumpster, um, like the big truck that they stole from the guys. It was like a big dump truck yeah, that was sparking everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And then all the weapons they had were like these pointy guns. They look like spear guns, but then they'd stab you with them and they just spark. And that was it. And they'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Is that, it must be something with the reptiles don't like just the electricity or something. Right. I have no idea. Your <laughs> What's your idea? Is mine, my friend. Okay. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they probably just had whatever effects studio. Again, this is me like trying to break it down. Right. Oh, they must've had those, those costumes on the sheet. <laughs> now I'm like, well, they must, the effects studio they use must've been really good with like electricity at the time. Right. They also had seen where, um, the evil queen, I'm I'm blanking on her name, but she she like falls into that uh onto the door and she gets all electrocuted and her hair goes all big and crazy. Yeah. Like that's another electricity thing. So to me, it's like they must have just specialized in those effects and then like <laughs> made the weapons around that, I guess. <laughs> I heard the cheapest ones that knew how to do one yeah, one exactly. thing. That's it. Exactly. 
it kind of worked. I thought I thought it looked okay. Honestly, I thought it was a strange choice, screen, but other than some of the green screen, but yeah. I mean, you're, you're oh, right boy, though, because yeah. traditionally it's all fire with with Bowser, right? Like the the electricity is kind of weird. Even Mario shoots fire out when you get the mm. fire flower, you know, and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it was like there was like not enough of that. I assumed there'd be more like, you know, just big battles with fire going on and mario never got any powers either luigi never got any powers uh yeah i was expecting them to find like you know dinosaur like shells or something and yeah shells or or beating a banana peel like you know you could easily see like okay mario how are we gonna sneak in and mario's busy jamming his face full and like has banana peels and then throws them and guys slip like there was opportunity for that kind of thing and instead it was just kind of like sci-fi weapons yeah and yeah. very strange it was it was really really strange um now, Spike and Iggy are the two cousins of Bowser. So they did make references to a couple of the baddies that you you fight in some of the later Mario games uh, up until this movie. Um, and they're total idiots, but then he like makes them super smart. So he does that one thing that I mentioned mm-hmm, earlier, mm-hmm. but only with two of these guys. And that it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like he made them smart and then they just turned on him, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, because here's the thing is I feel like the reason the Goombas were made to be so dumb and maybe I'm just unpacking this now because we talked about this earlier was because I think he turned people he didn't like into Goombas. Right. It was like a punishment, like they were devolving. Whereas with those guys, he was like, these are my brothers and I'm sick of losing. So maybe this time I'm going to experiment and make them smarter. And then it backfired because they betrayed him. But yeah, I don't know. Those those guys were interesting characters, though. I actually found like they were kind of funny like they were the one part where the humor they actually seemed to be really enthusiastic and they they had a really good chemistry right the way they yes off each other i i liked them a lot and like even the way they looked too it was very much like they looked kind of lizard like in there like they had those leather kind of jackets yeah and the, the haircuts like their their whole punk kind of style it was it i got what they were going for i, I like right. Iggy and spike a lot they seemed like they were enjoying their characters when you watched mm-hmm. them, you know, acting and mm-hmm. doing everything. They were, they were real yeah. slapsticky, but they did look like they were enjoying it at least. It reminded me of like Bulk and Skull from the original Power Rangers, you know, like those two kind yeah, of there you go. characters. That's a, like- that's a perfect reference for the audience. That's exactly yeah. what they seem like. They were both just kind of like Skull, though. They were not, neither one of them a real big guy. You know, they were pretty <laughs> sure, tiny sure. guys. Yeah. Double Skull. But- yeah, yeah, that, that's a good reference. That's that's uh, on point for sure. So if you like Power Rangers, uh, you'd like these guys because they're just a bunch of dorks. But I, I did like at least how they did reference, you know, some of the other baddies that weren't a big bad um, that you can remember knowing their names. I don't know how many people out there would know that Big Bertha was that giant fish. I I mean, yeah, I didn't know. <clears throat> I I looked it up because I was like, that sounds familiar. And then I realized, oh, the name changed over time, but it used to mm. originate. It was Big Bertha. And that makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure you could, you know, all the other references are easy, but then in Spike and Iggy, I was like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. I'm, I, I liked that they did that. Um, now we got to talk about the fungus before we get out of here. We got we got a little bit <laughs> yes, longer, yeah, right? Yeah. So sure. I found the fungus like extra uninventive, man. Like it was just like a last ditch effort of like, how are we going to do all these things with them getting help? How are they going to have help in this world? like oh let's just make this thing that's like everywhere that can help them at random times that we can just plug into the world that has no relevance yeah it has no relevance until clear at the end when you realize oh the whole time it was the dad the king and you get that little bit of reference of the mario what is it it'd be mario 3 where 
the king has been transformed into something. You got to go get the whistle and then transform him back. Right. It was that sort of thing they did with that, except there was no whistle and everything. It was basically, you know, kill Bowser and then he'll get transformed back, which didn't make sense because the machines what did it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, the, the fungus. Tell me about the fungus for you, man. Like, what, what were your ideas and thoughts oh, about this? I've never, I've never expected to been asked to be tell someone about the fungus, but I guess, I guess that's a question I've been asked. Not your personal one. Let's not get get uh, that yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah, please, please edit this out. Uh, Nick, help me. Um, no, uh, yeah, the fungus was weird. You know, it. I see what they were going for, right? They were like, how are we going to incorporate the quote unquote mushroom kingdom, like the fungus of the mushroom kingdom, into, I guess, a more normal person world quote unquote right but instead of having these big hilarious mushrooms but it was just it was so weird it didn't really look mushroomy at all it was kind of just this goop it was like slimy and gross and and like her dad especially like he he was just like this this nasty ball of like seeping goop and it was just really off-putting and and you're right it totally just seemed like it was like oh we need a bomb over here how are we going to get it there well (laughs) the fungus will just bring it right it was yeah it was kind of strange and and i don't know like it as someone that didn't really know any of the lore coming in or like I hadn't even beaten Mario three. So, so, I mean, for me, it's like, I had no idea who this was, like, who is Daisy's dad? I was excited to find out and we never really even get to know him. It's just kind of a a really weird thing. And, and I feel like they could have done almost anything with like the idea of mushrooms and fungus and done something that probably would have been more exciting for this. But I mean, the only cool thing it does, I guess, is it's like another, or I guess another plot device too, is like when they're leaving at the end, they leave in that car and the the fungus like grabs the car, they fall down and like saves them again there. Uh Just like poking through it at the end or I mean, yeah, it's just always there as like a plot device or like trying to help the the guys out. Right. So yeah. yeah, weird choice, weird choice. Very weird. And you know, the weird part was the more I thought about it is they did it when, when, when Bowser put anybody in this machine, it was de-evolving them. Like you, you they yeah. would go back to what they were to begin with. So he was fungus. Like he came, he, he was born from fungus. Like that's really strange. Yes. And then I, I thought like, well, wait a minute. So how long has he been like that? And you think, well, it could have been too long because Daisy can't be more than like 20 years old. And you're like, what did the world look like before Koopa took over, you know, Bowser and changed the world? Was it was it like the, Mm. you know, was it actually the mushroom kingdom? I mean, like, was it covering all these different fungi and stuff, you know, to to look different? It was just something I thought about. And I was just like, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, he came from fungus. I thought everybody came from reptiles, you know? So I guess he sent him even further back, you know, like maybe <laughs> back when it was more molecule like, and like he really right. pressed the limits of that machine, you know, he, yeah. that's the only thing I thought of. Like he that's really why I had its own room. Exactly. Yeah. He just <laughs> locked him away. No one's going to find this guy here. Let's see what happens if we really crank that dial, like all yeah. the way back on the history meter. Um, yeah. Very strange though. Like I would, I really hope that this upcoming Mario movie with Chris Pratt, it goes back and explains that lore and is like somehow connected. To yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to uh, be spoilers guys. It's not going to be. Nah, nah, it's not at all. <laughs> so um, real quick, if, if you took any time, what would you say? I like to do a what if on the scenarios now. So what mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. what if we did Mario now? Who would play Mario and Luigi? Who do, who do you think? Man, well, it's going to be Chris Pratt, right? But I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Live action, let's go live action. Live action, yeah. I mean, I, 
I really thought about this for about five minutes when you texted me doing this, um, because, you know, it's he's a hard character to cast just because you really don't have a lot to go with. So I thought about, like, who could I see wanting to play Mario more so than, like, who I think would be oh, the best okay. Mario? Okay. And I thought, like, I don't know, I did a quick, you know, Google search, came up. What about Kevin James, you know? Like, he's in a lot of comedy movies. Okay. He was in, he was in Pixels, so it's like he must have some kind of, like, okay level with playing to on movies to do with video games, you know, like I could see if the cast was fun, maybe he'd want to do it, you know? So I could yeah. say Kevin James is Mario. And then for Luigi is kind of a more comedic role. You know, he's got the funny stuff going on. So let's just throw in Paul Rudd and, and make everyone laugh. Cause who doesn't like Paul Rudd? That's like an, a okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he could grow a mustache. You know, I could, I could see it. He's the only thing is I think he's a little short, right? So they maybe have to get creative. They'd have to do something. And, yeah. and uh, you know, help him out there. But if they can make, yeah. you know, if they can CG Chris Evans to look like a scrawny guy in Avengers, they can make Paul Rudd taller for Mario. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, that's who I'd go with. But yeah, who, how about you? I'm interested. I, I honestly went, like, I, I looked at a bunch. Obviously, I know who's going to be in the new one. And I, I feel like there's a few on there that do fit okay. But I feel like, honestly, if you gave me Jack Black as Mario, I think he would too. want to play Mario. I know he's going to be Bowser in the, in the animated one. But, which also, I think that kind of fits, oddly enough. But I think he if could do both. I think he could. Yeah, I think if we had Jack Black as a Mario, I think he could really own it because I think he would just dig into that a lot. I think same as you said, like I kind of yes. thought like who who could look but also would really like to be a Mario in a live action movie. And I had to go Jack Black. And then honestly, man, I just thought it's some, some charisma and like who else, you know, got to be a taller guy and I'm just going to lean hard into the underdog, but should still be the winner. And I think the rock should be Luigi, man, like just <laughs> go all in with this thing. Right. They already got great charisma from all the movies they've done already, you know, with doing the Jungle Book um, or the um, um, help me out. Help me out. It's not. He's doing. He did. Uh, Jumanji. 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 Yeah. So I was thinking Jungle Cruise when I was thinking of The Rock. But so I think just lean hard into that. Like you know, like how is this guy oh the God. the brother who's not winning up everything? How's he not getting all the right. ladies and all that? That would be hysterical. I think that both of them have great chemistry. <laughs> they have the height differential, so it works with the whole Luigi Mario. You know, height. It's thing. true. It's true. I would, I would love to see that. And I love the rock and I love Jack black too. So it's just like, all right, that'd be all in my wheelhouse. I'm down for that. You know, I, I think that your movie would be an outstanding watch <clears throat> and I would be lined up day one to watch it. But how about <laughs> this for, how about this for a casting conspiracy theory? Uh, the rock, didn't he just recently say he's, he's going to be joining, um, he did uh, a movie, right? a movie, right? We already know the cast of this Mario movie, but there's some pretty ridiculous casting in there. What if he's going to show up as like Wario or Waluigi? Oh man, I'm down. <laughs> and, and like, you know, post-credit scene. Who is it? Like, I guess whoever is playing Wario and then the camera pans over Waluigi never made it to smash, but he did make it to the movie and it goes up, goes up. These legs aren't quite thin enough because he was <laughs> Rock Johnson. Oh, I'm okay with it. There's purple pants, man. And just yeah. those spiky shoes. I'm down. I oh, think that'd be God. great. I think that'd be great. That would be it that would be it let's get the let's long has, has the long w mustache exactly. you know he's got to get it going yeah exactly yeah he said money. it's been a long a, mo uh, a game that he's been playing for a long time too so hey this all fits yeah exactly because of the hype around waluigi like the internet would break if the rock played waluigi there's no doubt about yeah. it yeah i love this theory i i'm down for it i'm <laughs> i'm with it i'm 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 hoping it's true i love that theory that's amazing <laughs> Jeez. let's go so, oh i will pray absolutely uh, at my bedside tonight before bed, I will. <laughs> um, 
So the, I, I think the last thing is just to say um, this movie's not good. Um, it's it's worth a watch with a crowd and just just have a blast laughing at how terrible it is. Honestly, like, and honestly, man, this is what we went for, right? It was like, let's go for it. Right. This That's was right. all you, buddy. So I, I love that you chose this. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I, I was just thinking like, you know, what's a really bad movie that we could reasonably have a chance of finding? Cause there's so many out there. Oh where man. It's like, you're never going to get, you know, like the room and all that, but this is a movie and it's like, you know, I'd never seen it. Got to watch something bad. And it's something that like is related to something gaming, you know, but like you said at the top, we both like. So it's like, this was a perfect choice. And I'm so glad we watched this. Yes. I actually would say you should watch it because it's almost, it verges on that territory where it is so bad that it, that it's kind of good. So I don't <laughs> think, does. I think you could, have, you could have a worse time watching a movie is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think you'd have fun if you sit down and have the right mindset. Absolutely. And then sit down and do a podcast like this and have even more fun because I mean, we're, we're almost doing a movie right now to talk about this thing. And <laughs> yeah. it, it's definitely worth talking about and having a crowd. Uh, but overall, not a good movie. I understand why it didn't make its money back. I understand why it's got crap reviews. Uh, because critics are going to do that. But honestly, I don't consider myself a critic. I consider myself a fan of movies. And I'll just talk about them, whether they're good or bad. And I think this is just a great part of doing podcasts and talking <laughs> yeah. movies is it just yeah. gives you that chance to laugh and have a good time and hopefully share that with other people and they want to you know check these movies out as well and just destroy them by eating popcorn and have yeah. a laugh at <laughs> <laughs> right, right. that's all you need all right well hey before we get out of here tell everybody one more time where they can find you and uh follow yeah, you can give us a follow, guys. Much appreciated. Me and Kate, uh, you've seen her on this show as well with all the Jackie Chan review you, got, you yeah. guys have been doing and killing it on those. But yeah, we do our square uh, show circles and squares over on our channel. Um, I'm sure it'll be linked below. But yeah, at CNS Pod on Twitter. Uh, hang out with us, you know, get in touch. Uh, check out our stuff. We talked about uh, Persona 5 Strikers recently, which was one of the PlayStation Plus games. So I'm sure a lot of people have been playing that since it's free this month. And uh, I'm a big Persona fan, so we got a lot to say. And uh, yeah, check it out. And we appreciate all the support. Yep. Great episode. I've listened to it myself and yeah, we'll always keep supporting these guys. They do great, great content. So go over there and check them out as well. Um, be part of the squared thumbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Join it up and you guys too, man. Keep up the great content. That's been uh, great to see you guys expanding too. Congrats on the website. Congrats on all the, the other stuff you got going on. You guys are, are growing uh, really fast. Yeah, it's been a really good time. We're having fun with it. And uh, I, I can't say uh, thank you enough to all the patrons and the subscribers and, and everybody just tuning in for the shows. It's been an amazing. We're having a, a blast with it. And send some of your love over to Circles and Squares and keep these guys joining us on the movie reel. We love it. It's good stuff. Oh, we'll be back. We'll be back. We got to have Josh on sometime, too. You, you oh, made yeah. it on to Halo review and he never he never made it over. So we'll have yeah, him, steal him too, guys. Yeah, we'll Heck steal yeah. him for a day. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, that is it for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. It was just a fun one for us to have. And we want to do these every so often as well. They're great. You know, we'll watch a bad. good, bad movie. <laughs> I, uh, I I request the bad movie slot be kept for me on this show. And we'll, oh, we'll go I'm, through a bunch. It's yours, pal. <laughs> it is yours. <laughs> all right. All right. That is it for this episode. We will see you all on the next one. And until the next time, stay loud. <laughs>